Trevor Milton founded Nikola, an electric trucking company, as a way to reduce carbon emissions. And he made a big promise, that Nikola had the clean technology to do it. Here he is in June. A lot of people have asked about what technology we do in-house. And what with Nikola, what's cool is we actually do most everything. A good point is our battery. This is our older version I'm going to show you guys, and it's some of the best tech in the world. That big idea quickly catapulted Nikola from a small, unknown startup to a public company worth more than $20 billion. And Milton seemed to be riding that wave. If you thought the last four or five years was exciting, just wait until you see the next four or five years with Nikola. I think it's going to be one of the greatest stories ever told. And I'm but earlier this month, that story faced serious questions after a Wall Street firm accused Nikola of misleading investors. Now, the red-hot startup is scrambling to contain the damage. And last week, Trevor Milton, its founder, resigned. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Monday, September 28th. Coming up on the show, the story of Nikola's rapid rise and why its business is now under attack. This episode is brought to you by Global X ETFs. Looking to invest? Start your journey by exploring exchange-traded funds with Global X ETFs. Exchange-traded funds, or ETFs for short, create baskets of stocks, bonds, and other assets that you can buy in a single trade. GlobalX specializes in ETFs that track emerging trends, like the rise of artificial intelligence, as well as strategies aimed to generate income potential. Visit GlobalXETFs.com to discover how you can get started. Trevor Milton grew up out west. He dropped out of high school and college, and in 2015, the year he turned 33, he founded Nikola. So as a kid, I always dreamed. I said, you know, I'm going to build that thing one day. And as I got older, I got the opportunity to be able to build a company that is— He built a big campus in Phoenix, hired teams of engineers, and raised money from investors. He kind of fits the bill of your, like, typical tech startup founder. He calls himself a serial entrepreneur. He has, like, really big ideas and make bold statements, kind of wants to change the world using technology— Christina Rogers is our global auto editor. All this might sound like another CEO that you know who also derives his company's name from Nikola Tesla. Are you referring to Tesla founder Elon Musk? Yes, I am. <laughs> Did um, Nikola founder Trevor Milton kind of craft his image after Elon Musk? Definitely people have drawn parallels. You can see a little bit of Elon and Trevor Milton. Like Elon Musk, Trevor Milton had a big vision for his company. He wanted to tackle climate change by lowering carbon emissions. And the way he wanted to do that was through trucking. Why did Nikola focus on long-haul trucks? You know, right now, most of these big semi-trucks, you know, the ones that make you nervous when they pass you on the highway, they're powered by diesel. If you really want to make a dent in reducing tailpipe emissions, why not do it with the vehicles that are on the road most of the time today, which are trucks? There are some aspects to trucking that could make switching to electric simple. 
trucks drive the same routes over and over. So charging stations only need to be on those routes. But what has always been really hard was the battery technology needed to power the heavy loads. That's where Nikola seemed to have an edge. What they're aiming for is a combination of battery electric and hydrogen fuel cells. So, you know, kind of the first truck that's supposed to go into production is called the Nikola Tri. It's essentially like the cab that you would see on semi-trucks. And that's going to use battery electric. And then the bigger plans are to use hydrogen fuel cells. Hydrogen fuel cells. The technology takes hydrogen and oxygen and turns them into electricity plus water. Car companies like Toyota and GM have been trying to develop this technology for decades, but it's not yet commercially viable. And Milton was suggesting that Nikola had figured out a way to make the economics of hydrogen fuel cells work. In 2018, Nikola was ready to show what its truck looked like on the road, which it did with a promotional video. It shows this truck. It looks like it's in like a desert landscape on a long stretch of road. This big semi-truck. It says U.S. Express on the side. And, you know, it shows the truck from multiple angles kind of moving down the road. It's got this like dramatic music. The purpose of it is to show kind of the style or, you know, what it's going to look like. The video attracted attention. And soon after, orders started coming in orders from some big customers. What we know is that Anheuser-Busch in 2018 placed an order for about 800 trucks. And at the time, I mean, this was like the company promoted this as like a big win for them. More recently, this like waste disposal company called Republic Services also placed an order for 2,500 vehicles Milton has gone out there and he's saying, like, people are ordering our trucks. You know, this is validation for our company. Within just a couple months of launching our truck and the few months following thereafter, we've racked up over $6.5 billion in pre-orders for our truck. Quite possibly one of the most successful launches in America's history for a product. And And then this year, even though Nikola didn't have any trucks on the road yet, the company went public. How did stock market investors respond to Nikola's listing. It just soared after they went public. Nikola, they've had a very nice surge. They've been surging since going public two weeks ago. Nikola, which is based here in the United States, up 554%. And then you have Nikola, which is nipping at the heels of Ford. A lot of at one point, they briefly surpassed Ford in valuation. I mean, that caught everyone's attention. And do you remember what you thought when you heard that its market value passed forward? Yeah, I said, what is this company? <laughs> like, Also, the interesting part is this happened, like, you know, we're still pretty early on in the pandemic. Things were not looking too rosy. <laughs> and yet, here's this company that's, like, captured the imagination of Wall Street. But the company hadn't actually sold or made any vehicles yet. Why was it so well-received? Yes, this is true of other electric vehicle startups as well. I mean, there's just been a lot of, especially this summer, a lot of interest from Wall Street and electric vehicle companies. And I think a big part of that is Tesla. Tesla, the top electric car company in the U.S., has been one of the best-performing companies in the entire stock market this year. Its shares have more than quadrupled. And Tesla represents a bigger trend. Investors want to own stock in electric vehicle makers. 
What is the basis for all the excitement for electric vehicles? <laughs> this is one that we've been asking ourselves because if you look at it from the demand side, I mean, these cars have not been selling well. It's not like electric vehicles just hit showrooms. I mean, they've been available for like more than a decade. You know, if you go to a dealership today, you have plenty of electric vehicle options, but they just don't sell well. There's a couple things going on here. The big one being that this technology is being regulated into existence. All around the globe, you have China, Europe, the U.S. to some extent. They're going to be requiring automakers to make vehicles that essentially pollute less. And the automaker's solution to that is to put out electric vehicles. And there's just like, they're a buzzy technology, you know? So I think the short answer is Wall Street sees the potential and they want to get in early. Then, earlier this month, Nikola unveiled a new partnership that showed it was cementing its place in the auto industry. GM and Nikola announced this partnership in which GM said they would help Nikola build a light-duty truck called the Badger. It would help build it and engineer it. Also, GM would supply Nikola with batteries and hydrogen fuel cells. And in exchange, GM would take an 11% stake in the company and get a board seat. And what did Nikola bring to the deal? Well, that was a question that was asked. I mean, I think the way Nikola thinks about this is like, yes, they are going to contract with other manufacturers. That's not unusual in the auto industry. They're going to bring kind of the branding and the design and like, that's their contribution. So for both companies, this was like a good reputational move. I mean, Nikola got the validation of having, you know, this big automaker as a partner and GM kind of got the glow of working with this like, young, forward-looking startup. It was just like kind of this pulling together of, you know, this big legacy automaker with this young startup. After the deal was announced, Nikola's shares shot up 40%. It seemed like Nikola's climb would only continue. But just two days later, an investor put out an exhaustive report that raised fundamental questions about Nikola's business and technology. And it is just like a bombshell. That's after the break. This episode is brought to you by Global X ETFs. Buzz around artificial intelligence is seemingly everywhere. Is your portfolio keeping up? Consider the Global X Artificial Intelligence and Technology ETF, ticker AIQ, which invests in dozens of stocks at the leading edge of this disruption. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. Technology companies can be affected by rapid product obsolescence and intense industry competition. Before investing carefully, consider the fund's objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more in the full or summary prospectus at GlobalXETFs.com. Read carefully. Distributed by SEI Investments Distribution Company. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash journal. Terms and conditions apply.
While Nicola was riding high, a small financial firm called Hindenburg Research had been looking into the company. So Hindenburg Research is a firm in New York, and essentially it's a short seller, meaning that it takes a position betting against the company. So if the stock falls, it profits. Hindenburg released its findings in a report that made serious accusations about Nikola. It is immensely critical of Nikola. It basically calls Nikola an intricate fraud and said the whole business is built on lies and deception. It takes real aim at Trevor Milton, kind of goes through his background and his history with previous startups. It's a very lengthy takedown of the company. It has all these screenshots of emails and texts and excerpts from lawsuits and, you know, all this documentation that the short seller claims proves that, you know, this company is not what it seems. The core of the allegations, you know, according to the short seller, is that Nikola basically has embellished its technology. Its founder has made false statements about what they actually have and the readiness of their trucks. The report also made a claim about that promotional video, the one with Nikola's truck in the desert. It basically said that that video was staged, that the truck was rolling downhill. It could not propel itself. And it uses that as like a proof point for saying that, like, look, this company has totally misled investors by trying to claim that it has something that's not really fully developed. Hindenburg's report set off a major reaction. That day, the stock fell 11%, and it continued to fall on Friday about 14%. I mean, this was a big hit. This erased a lot of value in the company. What has Nicholas said about the claims in the report? It fought back. They say that the report is itself false. The allegations themselves are false and they're salacious. And they claim that the short seller is just trying to manipulate the stock to profit. Milton, too, denied the accusations in the report. Nicola hired a law firm and contacted the SEC about Hindenburg's conduct. But the company did concede that the report was right about one thing. In that video with the truck in the desert, the truck wasn't powered by battery technology. It was just rolling downhill. Soon, federal regulators were asking questions about what was going on at Nikola. According to Christina's sources, the SEC and the Justice Department have both opened investigations. And the fallout from the report didn't stop there. I mean, it stirred up all this doubt about the legitimacy of this company. I mean, afterwards, people were asking questions. What technology does this company really have? Why didn't GM and others do their due diligence? Mary Barra, GM CEO, was on an analyst call shortly after this report dropped. And, I mean, she was really pressed, like, hey, you know, did you guys, like, vet this company? Which she said they did. They did their due diligence. Eventually, pressure at Nikola reached a breaking point. Last week, Trevor Milton resigned as chairman. In a statement, Milton said he decided to step down so Nikola could focus on the business. But the loss of its founder didn't put an end to questions about the company. Christina and her team have since learned new information that casts doubt on some of the company's claims. According to our sources, and others have reported this as well, that one of the big things that Nikola and, and Milton in particular had promoted is that they have their own battery technology. 
And, you know, we reported that actually they're buying it from a supplier, which in itself is not unusual, but it just kind of contrasts with some of the earlier statements he's made. We also reported that Nikola was trying to line up some deals to build out hydrogen refueling stations, and they were talking to big energy firms, including BP. Those discussions have now stalled. In fact, according to our sources, executives at Nikola were encouraged that they might have a deal in place, and that all got put on hold because of the controversy. Nikola has said it won't comment on its supply agreements and will keep working on potential partnerships. BP declined to comment. Where do you see this story going from here? I mean, there's several lines here. There's, you know, the inquiries by the SEC and the Justice Department. I mean, I think this whole thing is going to bring a lot more scrutiny on what they can put out and how fast they can put it out. You know, whether their partners will stick with them, whether they will continue to get orders. How much of a hit is this to their image and their ability to execute on their business plan? Nicola's rise and now all of these questions over its business happened so fast. What does the speed of this story say to you? I've been covering the auto industry for a long time now. And like, look, this hype about EVs or even hydrogen fuel cells, like it's not new. It seems like the industry goes in cycles. There's always like an it technology that everyone like rushes to and throws money at. And, you know, all these stories are written about it. I mean, not too long ago, all the buzz was about autonomous vehicles, autonomous vehicles. And that seemed to die down. I guess for me, I kind of take these things in stride because I'm like, okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I think one thing is clear is like, the pace of the story seems to move a lot faster than the actual technological development. That's all for today, Monday, September 28th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. Special thanks to Ben Foldy for his reporting on this story. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.